So today we are going to be discussing the worst advice received by dog owners. And I do have to give a Reddit shout out because this episode was definitely inspired by a post that we saw on Reddit that asked, what's the worst advice you've received as a dog owner? And there were some really dynamite answers in here, but then I think we've also all received really bad dog advice. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll share some of the worst advice out there with you, but really in a space that has a lack of research, there tends to be a lot of misinformation and poor advice that floats around the community. So let's unpack it. Mackenzie, what is the first piece of really bad advice people give dog owners? Well, this one is semi-depressing. Um, really? It- <laughs> most upvoted one on the Reddit post, which was really sad. It is. um, Using physical force or violence to punish your dog or teach them things. Wow. Well, um, nope. (laughs) Animal animal abuse is not okay under any circumstance. So it's also illegal. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. There is no circumstance where hitting or hurting your dog is acceptable um, at all. Also dogs, don't understand it. Their brains can't comprehend violence. Well, and you think about like, even just as like a human, if like, if you were to do something wrong, and if somebody were to, you know, use physical force or violence to deter you to not to do that, like, sure, maybe you're not going to do that thing again, but you're going to do that out of fear, not because you have developed a respectful relationship with this person, which is really what our relationship with our dogs should be based around, is around this idea of respect. You want your dog to respect you. And obviously, if you do this, you're going to immensely break down the trust in the relationship with your dog. Again, physical violence is never okay. Um, One person on Reddit did share this terrible advice they received, um, quote unquote, I didn't want my dog to leave the farm. I needed to take her to the property line and beat her a few times. Like what? That's that's like some really bad old school. I think that's where a lot of this these like sentiments come from. And I think this will come up a couple of times of these like weird old school mentalities surrounding dogs. And this I think will will be a really good transition into the next one. But just these 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 very weird sentiments of ways that we should manage our relationship with our dog, and and this is definitely one of those. So, using physical force or violence against your dog under any circumstances is not okay. Um, and if you know anybody that does this, you can report them to the Humane Society because there are laws and regulations in place to keep animals safe. Let's keep our dogs safe, shall we? Right. All right, let's go on to the next one. This is another one that I think you we maybe would have heard from like our parents or our grandparents. So, Ken's, why don't you tell us what it is? Yeah, this one really grinds my gears. <laughs> Rubbing your dog's nose in their poop or pee after an accident will teach them that it is wrong. Where did this come from? This is one of those things that somebody said like one time and then somebody repeated it. And then somebody repeated it and then somebody repeated it. And then all of a sudden it became a thing because obviously this was never based on any sort of data or actual information. No, I th- I agree. I think it's just, you know, the old school way of trying to correct 
something, um, which is funny because this again instills fear um, and punishment into your dog. So then they will go hide in a corner and do the same thing because they are afraid of you. I really don't think any of us want our dogs to be afraid of us. That is not okay. Um, what you should do is, and I have a lot <laughs> because I have two dogs that do use pee pads inside. I have a lot of experience doing this. Um, you interrupt the behavior immediately. If they are in mid squat, give a clap. Yeah. Give a clap, bang a wall, make a loud noise to kind of jolt the dog to be like, Whoa, what is happening? And if they stop, you pick them up, you immediately put them where they should be pottying, i.e. outside or on a pee pad or wherever, and then they will continue, and then you reward. You never, ever punish after the act has been done because they don't understand. No, they have no understanding. So if you can't redirect them in that exact moment, that moment is lost. Yeah. That, that teachable moment is gone. Um, if you haven't had the opportunity, like if you were in the other room and they had an accident, clean it up and move along with your day because there is nothing you can do at that point to teach your dog. You have lost that teaching moment. And I mean, if you have a big dog like I do, and again, Marshall hasn't had an accident in a really, really, really long time. But um, even recently we were at Sniffscape and with there being so many um, smells and stuff, I was like, Marshall never pees inside. What does he do? Sniffs one of the tunnels, lifts his leg up, goes to Mark. And I just immediately said, ah, ah. And then I like, like gave him a little pop of his collar and I took him right outside and he went pee. You just have to catch it in the moment. And if you do, just let it go. Yep. They're dogs. They're, they're, that's instinctual. Like the marking piece, that is instinctual for male and females. So, um, you know, it's, it is what it is. But if you catch it, perfect. If you don't, move on. Um, and I mean, most of the time, if if your dog is an accident inside, it's probably your fault. I hate sorry. to tell you. Sorry, not right? sorry. <laughs> like, but, right? Like, were you supervising? Were you, like, were you supervising your dog? Were you watching them? Did they show signs of having to go out? Have you taught them how to signal to you that they need to go out? Have you, you taken them out enough? Exactly. Have you taken them out? Uh, like, it, there's so many different things. Um, yeah, unfortunately, um, sometimes us humans don't like to blame ourselves, but. I would say most of the time, 99.9% of the time, it is mostly our fault. So Cats, they're a different story. They just pee on things because they're jerks. Uh, <laughs> dogs, a little bit different. Sorry, yeah. cat people. <laughs> All right. Ken's hit us with the third one. Oh, this one is really interesting. Don't play tug with your dog or it will become aggressive. Like, what? This is... A natural, again, instinct instilled in dogs. Right. And there's a lot of research and literature. And I know this because we dug into it when we were developing Sniffscape. But not only can tugging build confidence, but that interactive play through tugging can strengthen bond between dogs and owners. It's a great way to burn energy. It takes mental stimulation. And they say it can improve their behavior and their mood. So it actually does the opposite. It's also a great reward in, yes. in training, in agility. If your dog isn't food motivated and they are play motivated, that's literally what you do when your dog does something right. You play tug with them because again, like it gets so much energy 
in them and like expelled and they're like, yes, this is awesome. I want to keep doing this over and over again. So whoever said this, like that is just so (laughs) wrong. You're wrong. And like, I mean, don't get me wrong. When I play tug with Marshall, does he sound terrifying? Absolutely. So does Willa and she's 15 pounds. Like it's, well, a little more like velociraptor but like, it's like, it's, it is, that's what they love to do. Oh, well, there you have it. Three terrible pieces of dog advice that are entirely untrue. So let's take a quick break and we're going to come back with more terrible advice time pack. <laughs> 